This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. A basement closet might not be the place that you'd expect the next digital revolution to happen, but never say never. University of Chicago researchers are working on a far more secure online experience. It's called Quantum Internet. And if that sounds like something out of a Marvel movie, you're not alone. The Quantum Internet could offer unbreakable encryption. Basically, it would be hacker-proof. We're joined by Washington Post business reporter Gene Whalen to tell us all about this. Thanks for joining, Gene. Sure thing. All right, start from the beginning for people like me. <laughs> what is quantum internet? Oh boy, yeah, it's hard, and I, it's, it I don't have a deep background in this either. It's complicated. So it it relies on quantum particles, which are nature's tiniest objects. They are atoms and anything smaller, electrons, photons. It relies on those particles, which have kind of spooky, bizarre, and very powerful properties to transmit and process information in new ways, in potentially powerful new ways. And so, and so a quantum Internet would harness these particles to transmit information in a, in a way that, that could potentially be unhackable, that could prevent hackers from breaking through encryption and stealing data. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's still at a very early stage. It's being tested at University of Chicago and two other uh, nearby laboratories, Argonne National Lab and Fermi National Lab. And um, I can explain wh- how they're doing it, if you like. It's, yeah, they're, well... They're- yeah, well, we'll 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 get to that. I'm I'm still trying to get this definition sure. down pat. <laughs> so, um, yeah. and and so we'll we'll help each other, Gene. So I'm I'm seeing here a quantum internet would be able to um, transmit large volumes of data across immense distances distances at a rate that exceeds the speed of light. Can you help me break down what would be different about a quantum internet from the modern internet that's available to us right now? So the the main difference is that uh, the current internet transmits information through digital bits, and a quantum internet would transmit information through quantum bits. Mm-hmm. And they are they are simply bits that have different and potentially stronger properties. They are, as I say, they're harder to hack. Yeah. They are um, potentially. Um, if you if you use quantum bits in a computer, let's say in quantum computing, they are potentially much more powerful. They might be able to process far greater, um, uh, make far more complex calculations that current computers cannot cannot handle. So mm-hmm. they just they are bits that have far more powerful properties potentially. And dig into what you just mentioned. You said they're harder to hack, right? What is it that makes the quantum internet unhackable? Because I feel like bad actors always seem to find a way around most security measures. So the the system that University of Chicago is testing fires photons through a, a fiber optic network and the photons, which are quantum particles of light, they are extremely tiny particles of light, mm-hmm. are, it, 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 it does this by using entangled photons, and that is, that's a quantum term. When the photons are entangled with each other, two different photons, two different particles of light, can be in sync with each other, even when separated by large distances. They can when they can act in exactly the same manner and almost inhabit one state. 
it's, it's extremely hard to understand and to explain, yeah. particularly for newcomers like me. Right. When you entangle, when you entangle these particles, and you and you send and you keep one of them at the university, and you send the other one through the network to Argonne National Lab, for example, they can share that information at, over great distances, and anyone attempting to hack into that information or to observe it while in transit mm-hmm. will break the quantum state of those particles. It will disturb the quantumness, essentially, mm-hmm. and destroy the information. So any any attempt to observe a quantum state alters the state in a way that destroys it. And and so it's that is what makes it unhackable. I see. There's, a, there's also a concern that in the future... Quantum computers could be used for unlocking hacked and stolen data that was encrypted in the present. Is this a valid concern? That is a valid concern. I didn't address that in this article, so I would be flying a bit um, blind and attempting to explain that to you. But but it is it is a concern. It, it, there are states all over the the world, including China, that are attempting to develop quantum computers. The U.S. is trying to develop one. So is China. Various European countries are trying to develop quantum computers. And they exist in sort of fledgling form. And the first nation to develop one that is truly powerful and potentially strong enough to break today's versions of encryption, so non-quantum forms of encryption, if we if someone can break today's encryption with a quantum computer, they might be able to break existing forms of encryption. And mm-hmm. so there are states, including China, and I don't know whether the U.S. does this, harvesting data out there that is encrypted currently in ways that we can't break today, but harvesting it with a hope that someday down the road, a quantum computer might be able to break it, and then they can look back and see mm-hmm. what this historical encrypted information was. Yeah. So quantum internet... If, if I'm understanding this correctly, it would be way more secure than what we're using now. So are you then saying, Gene, that we wouldn't need antivirus software? I don't know. I, I really don't know the answer to that. I'm sorry about that. Um, yeah. didn't deal with that in this story. Um, you know, the, the existing form of the Internet will continue to exist. And so it's not as though this new quantum Internet would replace the existing mm-hmm. Internet. It it. If it is successful, it likely will sit kind of alongside the existing Internet and handle the most sensitive transactions. Right. Banks and healthcare companies and governments are now experimenting with the quantum Internet to try to um, see if if it is a secure way to transmit banking data and healthcare data and all that and, you know, spy and secrets and spy information and things like that. And so someday you and I might sit at home and buy a pair of sneakers on some website just using the regular Internet. But as that transaction gets passed from the sneaker company to our bank, there might be a brief quantum transaction involved there that would handle all the banking information and then, you know, pass yeah. back a yes, the transaction cleared, and send the sneakers to you or me, if you see what I mean. So mm-hmm. there might be some some cooperation between the existing Internet and the quantum Internet someday. Yeah, I think I'm just hoping for uh, an end to hacking and cyber attacks. <laughs> I'm over yes. it. <laughs> and it, 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 it might, and it, ideally down the road, this, I think the quantum Internet will be a tool to to guard against hacking. 
know that it, that it will be the only tool or a comprehensive tool, but certainly it will be a tool, hopefully. What kind of devices would we be using to access the quantum Internet? Like, could this be developed to be used on our phones? But, you know, I, I think the scientists that I have talked to said there's probably not a chance that in the very near future any of us will access this as regular old consumers. It's not something that's being developed for, you know, for use on your iPhone at the moment. It's it's more um, quantum computers probably will be mostly accessed through the cloud by corporate and government users for the next few decades. They, you know, these are the, the computers themselves are extremely complicated to build. They're very big. They require special refrigeration. It's not like just buying a laptop, right? It's it's almost it's equivalent to what mainframe computers were in the early days of computing. They're big objects that need their own special rooms. And so the early use of quantum computers will be corporate and, and government users accessing through accessing them remotely through the cloud. It's possible someday down the road there may yeah. be some applications to consumers, but I boy, that's way beyond me to yeah. predict what those might be. And it sounds like something that we wouldn't see in our lifetimes. Possibly not, and, and I don't know for sure that even if we were somehow using it indirectly, that we, we would even know. You know what I mean? Like it might be that our banking transactions someday happen on a quantum network, mm-hmm. but we we don't even know that because our bank is handling all of that in in some sort of you know yeah. back office fashion. Mm-hmm. So back to the uh, University of Chicago, it, it's got a significant focus on quantum computing across multiple departments. What else can you tell us about the department and the team that's working on this particular project? So the the research is led by Professor David Auchalom at the Pritzker School of Molecular Engineering at the University of Chicago. Mm -hmm. He has a great team of graduate students there working with him. They have a bunch of laboratories in this very um, sophisticated building. Many of the labs dealing with this quantum research are in the basement level. And, um, you know, they're they're working on all kinds of different devices that might make the quantum Internet more powerful, that might make other kinds of quantum technology more powerful, whether that's quantum computing or something we haven't discussed here, but quantum sensing, which would use quantum particles as extremely sensitive sensors to predict earthquakes and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're really focused on developing different kinds of chips and devices that will make all of this technology work better. They are sending encryption keys through this network link that they've set up with Argonne National Lab mm-hmm. to see how well the quantum encryption travels through this network um, so it's, it's a team of, a, I would say, a couple dozen people working with um, a couple dozen colleagues at Argonne and Fermi who are all, you know, amongst the, the best researchers globally for in this sort of field. Did you get a sense of how long this uh, quantum Internet project's been in the works at UFC? They've, I mean, they've been working on it for uh, years now. I, I think that the Pritzker School of Molecular Engineering is a fairly new entity um, built partly to house the quantum team and, and a couple other kind of new types of, of tech research that the university is developing. But certainly within, the, I would say, the last five years, all of this research has really taken off more yeah. and been 
more a subjective discussion, not just among scientists, but also among policymakers in Washington, D.C. and in Brussels. Certainly China has an enormous and growing program in quantum research that I um, wrote about a couple of, they're pouring tons of money into it. So it's it's reaching a point now where it is attracting a lot more attention at the government level mm-hmm. and you know concerns about U.S. versus China competition, making sure that the U.S. is on the leading edge of of developing and harnessing this technology. Yeah, to that end, Gene, I mean, this work isn't only being done here in Chicago, right? What else can you tell us about no, no. Te- uh, quantum yeah, technology no. across the country? There are, um, a, I would say, maybe like a, a dozen test beds, half dozen to a dozen sophisticated quantum network test beds like this one, in the United States, there's one in the Boston area, one in Maryland, Arizona. Uh, I think New York has one as well, maybe California. And the goal is to eventually connect all of these individual networks through either fiber links and or satellites to create more of a national quantum network mm-hmm. or Internet. There are also quantum network test beds in Europe, all over Europe and in China, Um and, you know, wow. eventually someday we could see all of these being connected into kind of a global quantum Internet. That's probably a decade away, yeah. but, but that is the goal. Gene Whalen, the Washington Post business reporter, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome.